At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling. Here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Uh, Jess, just want to let you know that we're not talking. Uh, You did not remember my dog's half birthday, and now (laughs) we are not talking. I don't even know your dog's actual well, birthdays, that just I don't is think. because you don't know anything about me. You don't know anything about my friendship. You don't bother <laughs> to learn anything about my life. And that's all on you. Get over yourself. Get over your... Get... <laughs> yeah, get over yourself. <laughs> Jessica. Yes. Honestly, I have to... Put, I put birthdays in my Google Calendar, so I don't forget people's birthdays. Yeah, I put birthdays in my agenda, but not... You did not put my dog's half birthday in your agenda. Oliver, how do you feel about this? We have a special guest today. His name is Oliver, mm-hmm. and he's a dog, yeah. and he's on Sarah's lap. Oliver, how do you feel about this? Are you offended? Um, He's pretty offended, but it was <laughs> Belle's half birthday. <laughs> not really. It wasn't even. He's He's offended for Bell. Yeah. Um, and he's not even on my lap. I'm actually, his little feet are in my hands because uh, he's being, he's being propped up. He's being a diva. The, the thing is, is that like he doesn't, he's like, we keep bringing him downstairs and he kept coming back upstairs. And then we're like, okay. So now he's in my room, but he didn't in my recording, my recording studio. But but then, like, he doesn't want to be on the floor. So he's having a moment. I don't even know what he wants because he doesn't speak English, which is fine. Mm. It's fine. But I don't know. What what do you want? Who knows? (laughs) 
Yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, a lovely Thursday, a rainy Thursday here, but that's okay because I'm excited to talk Dawson's Creek today. I'm excited every week to talk Dawson's Creek, honestly. Me too. Like, this show is giving me life for the wrong reasons, probably, because it's so ridiculous, but it makes me so happy to watch it every week. I know. It's definitely a highlight in my week when I can watch an episode. I've been watching them so early, so it's like right after like we stop podcasting I basically turn on an episode so I can know what happens next and then it's like a full week basically until I listen or I watch my rewatch to take notes Mm -hmm. um not the best system but it's because I'm so excited no but I do the same thing it's like you want to know what's going to happen next and I've seen the show but I haven't watched it recently so you know it's still really exciting for me too yeah um but yeah other than that I decided to indulge today because I decided I deserved it I'm drinking if anybody's ever been to New York and had nine pin I'm drinking their um hard cider it's really delicious it's local very nice I don't know what nine pin Mm -hmm. is haven't heard of it uh, I I don't know how they got there. Yeah, name, honestly, I have a drink too. Oh, you do? What are you drinking? Um, oh, just like a a canned frizzante, yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, we call this '90s nightcap. If uh, you don't listen to our Boy Meets World podcast, because we we yes. drink less on this podcast because I guess we don't need it as much. Well, because it's one of those things where it's like, well, we can't, I mean, you we can have like two drinks a week, but also we are not the type of people that really necessarily want to be like indulging all the time. So it's more, it's special when you do it occasionally instead. Um, But yes, so yeah, that's pretty much it. And in terms of what I've been watching, honestly, it's more of the same. I'm obsessed with Taskmaster, so I'm still binging that um, obviously, I'm watching the new season of The Circle on Netflix, the U.S. version. So, like, definitely give that a listen or give that. Oh, my God. Give that a listen. Give that a watch if you're interested in that type of thing. This season has seriously been so freaking good. So um, have you been watching The Circle U.S.? I you have. have right? Yeah, I am in the middle of episode three. I've been trying to keep on course with the RHAP mm-hmm. podcasting. So I've been just watching an episode a day. They release them four at a time. So it's yeah. very easy to just like binge it all. But yeah, I'm like on episode two um, or three, mm-hmm. actually. Um, who do you who do you like? I haven't even asked you. Yes. So um, my favorites, honestly, like throw all the men out <laughs> the door because I don't care about any. I oh, except Courtney. I love Courtney. But um, the women to me, like it's like Savannah. It's T- Tara Alicia. I think is how you say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the woman who came in and is playing as her husband, Trevor. I can't remember her name. Um, but the women are it for yeah. me. Like I think they're amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I love Courtney, too. I, I love the casting this season. I feel like they're all very strategic, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you liking two episodes in? Yeah, I think my favorite is Tara Leisha. I really like her. I think that she is a nice mix of, like, an interesting personality um, and a strategic player. So I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying her thus far. Savannah, too. But, I mean, I, I'm in the middle of, like... A little bit of a beef, uh, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Not actual, like, you know. And I'm like, whatever, who cares about spoiler, the circle, oh my God. Like, Savannah and Tara Leisha are having, mm-hmm. like, 
They're a little right, and so you're like on Tara. I'm on Tara Leisha's side. I think Savannah's like a little. Yeah, I don't know. I would say that like I like both of them, and so originally when they were like working together, I was like all about it. And then when they had like the fight of the century or whatever, like when they're like have different interests, mm-hmm. I liked it even more because they were they're both so strong yeah. that I like thought I really enjoyed seeing like two powerful women like wanting to control their own fate and not backing down. I really appreciated that. And obviously I love Tara Alicia because she's a Leo and like mm. I could sense it from the moment that she like stepped in the door. I was like this bitch. This bitch. Blue hair. There she is. She's amazing. Yeah. Yes. So give that give that a watch if you're interested in that sort of thing. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah. Shall we get into the Dawson's Creek of it all? Yes. Let's go. Yes. Season two, episode two, Crossroads. You had predicted they were going on a road trip a la Britney Spears Crossroads. I don't understand. Not exactly. No, I don't really understand how this was Crossroads anyway, but... No one was really at a crossroads. No, not particularly. Um, there was a supposed to be a road trip with Pacey and Dawson that didn't happen. Oh, actually, there we go. <laughs> I am so close. You nailed such, it. You I'm nailed such it. A psychic. <laughs> um, so we have a ton of pairings this episode, just because like we have new characters. So I think this is going to be more common down the road. Um, I'm going to read the list out to you. Let me know where you want to go. Obviously, some are like really small storylines. Um, but we have Dawson and Joey, uh, just Pacey kind of on his own. Uh, Jen and Grams, Dawson and Pacey, Jen and Pacey, Jen and Abby, Joey and Andy, Pacey and Andy, Joey and Jack, and Mitch and Gail. There's a lot. Okay. Well, I mean, what do you think? Just get Mitch and Gail out of the way. That was going to be my proposal yeah, because we don't care about them. No, here's the thing. Again, it's more of the like, oh, are we going to get divorced? Are we not going to get divorced? And then we're like, we're doing an open marriage now. Like, that's what's happening. What is going on? Yeah, like, it's a mess. Do you think, what would you say if your husband came to you and was like, hey, what do you think about an open marriage? Um... I know it works for some people, but it would never work for me. I'm really, really jealous. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I would not be able to handle being in an open marriage. Um, yeah. Even if we were both involved with other people, I would still, I know myself, I, I get very, very jealous from yeah. basically nothing. Um, But no, it, it would not. I would not feel comfortable with my husband coming to me asking for an open marriage. Um, I would not agree to it and it would be upsetting yeah. for me personally. But I know I know people. It works for people and everyone's different. Right. Um, right. No judgment if that's like the situation you're in. Like if that works for both people involved, by all means. I just think like that to me shouldn't be like a solution to a problem right like it seems like a weird solution to the issue of my wife cheated on me and I don't know if I can trust her like I don't think an open marriage is going to solve your trust problems (laughs) no I don't think so it's just a yeah and it like we get this random friend that apparently Mitch has had forever and he's the one who like suggests this 
Um, and then meanwhile, like Gail and Grams are having a conversation, which I'm dying inside when Mitch's friend is suggesting swinging mm-hmm. and Grams is like, you know, you must, marriage is about enduring. Mm-hmm. Marriage is about enduring. What about renewing your wedding vows? Like, yeah, two completely opposite sides of the spectrum yeah. here. Um, so I, I mean, I totally agree with Grams that re- long term relationships is about enduring and getting past rough spots um what do you mm-hmm. think of uh renewal of vows um that's not gonna solve anything no i don't think it's gonna solve anything either like i oh you mean like what do i think about it in general no i guess specifically um that approach i i think that um i don't think i think that people it's more it's less so like Putting a band-aid on something is more of like a symbolic meaning of like recommitting yourself to somebody. Um, right. So in a way, it's like another commitment ceremony. Like and, and mm-hmm. in that case, like maybe it's not a terrible idea, but they're not really at that point where they're ready to like fully commit to each other once again. Yeah. To me, the obvious solution is therapy. Like. I don't know. Yeah, but I, it's the they've 90s. already seen a counselor, it's the 90s. Uh, right? Yeah, actually, no, they did go to therapy. They've mentioned yeah. it. I just think, like, to me, working out your problems, it's, it's, here's the thing. Obviously, we know Mitch went to see, like, a divorce lawyer and all of that, but we know that he's willing to work on it because he seems to, wa- like, want to make it work, uh, right? Kind of. obviously, Gail does, too. So, like, to me, it's like, if you both are willing to try to make it work, then that's kind of the first step, and then I feel like, Go see a counselor to figure out your issues. Like, if you guys aren't on the same wavelength with communication, then see somebody who could put you on the same wavelength. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gail, so. Gail's whole approach is to this is to solve by sex. And obviously, yeah, Mitch is not into it. Like, he is. No. He's not into it. But I think, like, that's how Gail keeps trying to fix this. And it's it's not working. which it doesn't make sense to me because it's like obviously he was once attracted to you. So attraction isn't the problem. Mm-hmm. It's something else that's putting a barrier between right. you that sex isn't going to solve. Right. It's just a weird solution that she's like, oh, I bought out Victoria's Secret. <gasps> like, no, I, I think she said she I'm bought already... out the pleasure den. That's right. Well, um, um, yeah. To Grams, she says know, this, Grams by the way, like, everybody. Um, yeah. So we don't really know ultimately what their decision is regarding the open relationship. Um, what do you wait? You didn't even say what you thought of open like open marriages. I think it's one of those things that if it works for you, good on you. Um, it's not something I would ever want to but do. But not because of jealousy. Not because of jealousy. So different no, reasons. I'm not a jealous me. person. Yeah, not because of jealousy, just because I think that like I have a specific intimacy with my husband that I don't want to share with other people. I just feel like that kind of makes what we have less special. And again, if it works for you, it works for you. And if it's like strictly sexual mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it is and you find that you can balance those things, great. I just personally like... I don't need somebody else to fulfill those things for me. Yeah. Like 
like will is exactly who i need in a partner i don't feel like i need to add on to that in any way so like i wouldn't want to and now will is a whole other story i'm not a jealous person i imagine will would have many many issues ask him he's around i want to i kind of want to hear what he thinks he, let's, I, I can tell no, you. No, bring him thinks. in. He definitely. Can we bring him in? You want me to call yeah, him in here? And I'm just going to ask him the question <laughs> and see what he says. Okay. Hold on, hold on a I mean, he hasn't been on the Dawson's Creek podcast yet, so we might as well get him in. Hi, Will. How are you? Welcome Hi, to Dawson's. <laughs> welcome to Dawson's Creek. I know you don't live here, but it's okay. Um. So, I. Um, Mitch and Gail, who are Dawson's parents, are having some issues. And um, a way for them to solve their issues is considering an open marriage. And I want to know what you think of open marriages. And which... Get a fucking divorce. <laughs> do you think... Okay. Like, would... Could you ever do an open marriage? Same statement like same answer like you obviously don't want to be with this person just don't be with them yes okay so that's a big no no would you be jealous like you shouldn't be jealous anymore you should just be not with that person anymore so it doesn't matter who they sleep with what do you think about renewing vows i mean like sure whatever it it's a nice thing for people who've been together for a while i guess yeah like it out it's something you do like maybe once maybe twice nothing more than that weapons of jess is uh, like hey i want to renew our vows every anniversary no <laughs> no okay all right thank you will thank you for living in dawson's yeah. creek with us you're now officially a creek creep he didn't say he didn't say he Dawson wouldn't consider sucks. it. <laughs> he just shouted Dawson sucks as he was leaving yeah, the room. Yeah. If anybody was wondering his thoughts on Dawson. Yeah. He he I mean Will didn't say he wouldn't do it. So just saying. He didn't say he wouldn't have an open marriage. He didn't say that. He just said that <laughs> I mean you should have a divorce, but And seems, then that would seems, not be an open marriage. Seems, that would just be being yeah, single. It seems like uh he's not against it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, um, so while we're already on Mitch and Gale, I feel like it's natural to jump over to the Mitch and Gale scene mm-hmm. of them like discovering Dawson and Joey and then like having separate awkward conversations yeah. with them. So <laughs> this was so awkward. I mean, it was pretty. But the cre- the worst part of it was Mitch's creepy hands like slithering down the television screen to turn the TV off. Yeah, um, it was just like I don't know. Okay, I don't mind them having the conversation with Dawson about like sexual in his intimacy and and all that and protection. But it was really weird to me to have Gail having this conversation with Joey and giving her a uh, book called Reproduction and Repercussion. <laughs> okay, um, I gotta be honest with you. Like, I don't find it that weird that Gail was giving advice to Joey for on multiple levels. Number one, Gail's known Joey since she was a kid. Number two, mm-hmm. Joey has no, besides Bessie, but Joey has no, like, parental figures in her life. So I didn't find it weird that Gail took it upon herself to talk to Joey and give her advice. Um, 
I mean, this book, like everyone got like some sort of book, like whether it was about reproduction or like your period or anything else. Like I never got a book. Really? I, what about mm-hmm. um, what about uh, uh, it, Dear God, It's Me, Margaret? Is that the it's I've read that. But it, it was not like anything my parents gave me. No, like that was like, Mm-mm. that's like what they, I mean, that's what they that do. That was the thing. To, they give yeah. books instead of talking. Judy Bloom books. Yeah. Mitch yeah. has a different approach. He's like, we're just going to go all in. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk yeah. about no hat, no, no hat, no, no glove. love. <laughs> Which Gail's like, um, yeah, that's not what it is. Uh, I died at no hat, no glove. Can I tell you? I thought that was the funniest fucking thing I've heard in a long time. No hat, no glove. No, I think it it's like, no hat, no love. No, he said no hat, no glove, but it's no glove, no love. Mm. Yeah. That's um, funny. Yeah. These were just like scenes again. We're like, yeah. OK, obviously now Gail and Mitch know that Dawson and Joey are dating. Yeah. No more sleepovers, motherfuckers. It's like done mm-hmm. for you. Sleepovers are canceled been, forever. They should have kept this shit a yeah, secret longer. Been they more had careful. Sleepovers. Um, door open, door closed policy. Now that is uh, the ultimate thing. Did you mm-hmm. have the door open policy? Yes, but like I rarely was hanging out with my boyfriend like in my room, hmm. so. It didn't really matter. But my brother definitely had one because him and his girlfriend were disgusting. Oh, they had no qualms about like making out in front of anybody. And you know me. I'm not a PDA person. So I was certainly not making out. Didn't he? It didn't matter because I wasn't going to do that shit anyway because I'm not nasty. No, I meant like he's probably the reason why you don't like PDA because you've got to see a lot of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because like literally when you see spit like clinging Ew. from one person's mouth to another, like that's it. That's disgusting. Oh, I, w- I have more questions about this, but maybe not for the pod. <laughs> um, Are we just going to continue with the Dawson and the Joey storyline since we're here? It w- yeah, yeah, we can definitely because they're they're like kind of like the main. I mean, obviously, they're like they're the couple, not the couple. So. They're not the couple. I mean, they are right now. <laughs> they're the couple. Um, yeah. So, yeah. After school, they're both talking about how embarrassed they are, but they're being mm-hmm. like, you know, very affectionate and sweet talking. You know, they're talking about like their their conversations are very meta. It's like instead of like talking about like their favorite I don't know, like, what's on television. They're, like, usually spend their time talking about their own relationship, which is pretty bizarre. Like, I think it's because they already know everything about each other. So they kind of are, like, like, even Dawson says they're, like, oh, they're skipping that stage. And, like, he loves it because he knows everything about her. And she's just, like, you don't know everything about me, though. So, um, yeah. So they can't hang out at the Learys anymore because, you know, they, they have a strict closed door policy so they're hanging out with joey's and um they're babysitting alex the baby the baby mm-hmm. yes, baby cries which is actually very good birth control so maybe they should be just hanging out that's a good uh, point nothing that ruins the mood more than a crying baby. exactly yeah and so joey obviously has to go up and tend to the baby and dawson the idiot that he is and we were very complimentary of Dawson last episode. We were all in on like Dawson's a nice guy this oh, episode. I, well, wow, I mean, really... don't go, don't go crazy. Well, we were saying he's turned a corner and he's not been this good since like beginning of season. No, one. I think last episode was for me personally his best showing. 
Right. Right. I, yeah. And so now yeah. he reads her fucking yeah, journal, I mean, diary, whatever up. you want to okay, call hold it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. He kind of fucks up this episode, but I'm going to be a Dawson defender. Oh, shit. It's going okay. down. Okay. I'm ready. I'm it's ready. It's so hard. She leaves it right there for the reading. Exercise restraint, right there. Like, she leaves it, and it's like, how does he, is he sure, like, that this is her diary? 100%. Mm. It could be any book. It could be a scribble book. They grew up being, like, best friends. Mm -hmm. Like, she, because she pulls it out and says, like, oh, I have to write down your dad saying, no hat, no gloves. It's so funny. I don't want to forget it. Like, he knows that that is her journal. That you've never... You, you would not do this if it was out in the open. No. Really? No, because mm. to me, first of all, it just goes to show that you shouldn't violate someone's privacy because you might read something that you don't want to hear. And even though and like obviously we, we find out at the end that Joey like this all spun from Joey like venting in her own journal. She was frustrated. She had these feelings for Dawson. She didn't know what to do with. And then the whole Jen thing happens. This is her just venting. Right. But, like, it's still her privacy. Like, it's her private thoughts. Whatever private thoughts she's having are not for him to know. Yeah. Unless she offers up that information. And it pisses me off that he, like, triples down on it throughout the entire (laughs) episode. Like, just fucking say you're sorry. But he gets way too caught up in, like, of of what she thinks. Um, I don't know. I think that if it was right there, I'd probably wind up reading it. To be honest with you. <laughs> but OK. OK. So you could say that you would read it. But can you agree that it's still not the right thing to do? <laughs> it's not the right thing to do. But you're I just saying that it. you would also be tempted. But you oh, know it's the wrong thing yeah. to do. And like I have. Like I remember early on in our relationship. um, I found like a book. But the thing is, it's like, OK. So like I'm kind of like the person that just like pokes around and like likes to look at like little papers so you mean snoops yeah I snoop. okay i'm the person that likes to snoop actually and i did uncover a, a book and i read like a page and it wasn't about me but it was like i read it and i don't now never are you the person that like visits people's houses and like when through, you're in their bathroom like peeing goes through their medicine not cabinet. The medicine cabinet but i am the person like so like well okay so like when i bring somebody into my home I love to do like a big tour and I'm the type of person that's like oh like this is my coffee table it's from wherever like I'm doing a YouTube tour and then like I like to like show people like the inside of like all of my cabinets because number one I organize them really nicely but also I just like and when I go to other people's houses I like to like open up cabinets and like see how people organize their shit so it's so strange. I don't think it's strange. So like, yeah, like I like if I was over at your house, like right now, like there's like this Chevron bin behind you. I want to know what the fuck is in there. Like I want to see every little nook and cranny. Like <laughs> if you have so a bulletin snoopy. board, I want to read everything that's on the bulletin board. Like I'm very like curious. Um and yeah, this is really funny because I don't do any of this. No, like, like I, I could give a fuck less what anybody else. Bedside table is completely off limits. I will never open of up course, a bedside table. Never. I'm not a monster. Yeah, but that's where people keep their journals. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> so like this is that's the thing. Like I, me and Dawson, Dawson and me, like maybe we're shitty, but like it was it's right there. Thing, I guess. 
And also, it's like maybe he wanted to read something like good about himself. Like the issues that he opened up to like the middle. He should have known better. I think, and here's the Open thing. Open up to the end here's when the you thing. just started dating. It's bad enough that he invades her privacy, right? Like that's bad. Mm-hmm. But then to me, the next move is don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. <laughs> if you find out that information, lock yeah, that shit yeah. down. Yeah, don't I say never, anything. And he cannot I help himself. I never told Drew that I read that one page of his journal. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. You were smart enough not to say and anything. And that was also in bitch, 2008. So I think I can forgive myself. Uh, that's been a it was while. like a, it was like a high school one too so it yeah. wasn't really that big of a deal and again it's like back then everything feels way more dramatic than it actually mm-hmm. is but like dawson can't help it he brings it up to her yeah. and he's so just like yeah. obvious about <laughs> yeah. it that she we, knows immediately yeah. what so happened the thing is is that in the journal he reads oh right i didn't even say yeah. what it so yeah, go ahead what dawson dawson told pacey but what dawson said is what was in Joey's journal. Um, I'm sick of Dawson and his stupid horror movie. I wish I can tell him how terrible it is, how stupid and putrid and rancid and dot, dot, dot. It's awful. Um, and then calls him a talentless dreamer with no cinematic future. <laughs> I mean, that is that, sick that is a sick burn. That is a sick burn. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, basically... Dawson um, reads it, then it's like upset, then leaves Joey and Joey is like, what the heck just happened? And then, of course, like Dawson all dramatically like stops right in front of the camera and he's like, I've done enough reading for today. Seriously, he's so fucking dramatic about it. Like, and of course, it's about his movie. So he's like, it's like a dagger to his heart. Finish the movie, you fuck. Seriously, finish the fucking movie, dude. Like, I don't blame her for thinking your movie sucks because it's not done. Exactly. And here's the thing: he makes it very obvious to her that that's exactly what happened, and she is pissed. pissed. She is absolutely pissed. She's like scary. And what's annoying is, like, I'm afraid of her. Right. And here's the thing. He should have stopped when she because he was asking her like, oh, I just wanted to know what you think of my movie, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, obviously, you're insanely talented. Drop it, bro. Because even if she had that thought, she was being honest with you right now. Yeah. And he doesn't drop it. She's pissed. Is she like like, I would be if I was Dawson, I'd be like, she's just saying this to be nice. Fuck. I'm really gay in the mind of Dawson. This is sickening. It's scary. I can like I yeah. always I think I always know what he's thinking. Um, but wait, I also love how Joey's like, "Are you having an insecurity attack right now?" <laughs> it's just, did you feel that in your soul? She, uh, did you no, feel no, that? No, but like I just thought it was like so funny. She's like, "Oh, are you having an insecurity attack, like baby?" Because it's what obvious that this happens to him a lot. Yeah. That he needs like reassurance. Yeah, she, the reassurance. Uh, five minutes of the day. Um, yeah. And it, the thing that annoys me the most is that, like, he doesn't really apologize. Like, no. He apologizes, but he doesn't. No, not like, until he basically the very is end. like, oh, I can't believe you've never snooped in my room. And it's he like, turns bitch, it that is not the issue at hand right now. Yeah, don't try to turn this yeah. around on her. Yep. That like, is she's... manipulation tactics 101. Exactly. And so they get in this, like, huge argument about it. Dawson is like, Oh, well, you lied to me about liking my movie. Seriously, bitch? Like, that's what you're going to try to pull to be mad at her? Yeah, Joey's like, you have to respect my privacy. And he's like, you have to respect my filmmaking abilities. (laughs) 
not the same thing, Dawson. Not the same. Like, oh so stupid. God. And it's like, it's so basically funny. Basically, they're in this, yeah. And basically, they're in this argument like all day. And then, can I tell you, I fucking died laughing at the the end of the episode or whatever when they like see each other at Pacey's thing like in the rain. Oh yeah, you got to get and the they, rain. The rain budget comes in hot. Slow motion walk. Yeah. And did you notice they don't like hug, they don't kiss. kiss. They're just like They just like Eskimo kisses. Yeah, I called it a weird non-hug because they like have their heads like on each other's like are they chest necking? shoulder area? Just that they're necking. Oh, yes, they're necking. Yeah. I've yes, never I would say they're necking. I don't neck. I don't know. I don't neck either. It's a weird fucking thing to do. But wait, who they do a weird they're so yeah. weird. Like Yeah, they're very ugh. awkward. Um so I guess like meeting in the rain equals like they're on good terms because that's when they get to talk about like how Dawson's like a fuck up and he like forgot Pacey's birthday, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, maybe I am a bad filmmaker. <laughs> he is so ridiculous. Like, like, and that's what pisses me <laughs> off is even at this point in the show, he can't just apologize and drop it. You know what? I just realized, what? you know who he kind of reminds me of only sometimes. Who's that? He kind of reminds me of Ross from Friends. Oh, yeah. Because he's so insecure and he yes. cannot let something go. Mm-hmm. And to the point where Joey has to say, I'm not letting you off the hook for what Which you I did. Which I liked. But yeah. I'll, and I don't owe you an explanation, but I will tell you the truth about like, what that was all about and we already talked about that earlier like she had feelings she didn't know what to do with them she basically vented in her journal yeah and it's like Dawson why did you just not drop this from the beginning you just can't um a journal is a safe space where you can just bitch right Um, maybe she needs a lock on her journal I mean, maybe she needs a boyfriend that doesn't fucking snoop in her journal. <laughs> no, but it was right there for the reading. Like, come on, Jessica. Oh That's Listeners, let us know. Okay. Have you ever snooped in someone if else's journal? If it's right journal? there, how can you not? I don't know. I just think it's bullshit, Jess. Here's the thing. I'm not even, okay. Snoop all you want. Don't then bring up that information mm, to the person. Yeah. I think... I, I while I think that snooping is the worst um, thing you could do, I think it you double down when then you bring up that information you think to the person. Snooping you is on. the worst. So you're kind of like Joey. Like, no, I'm saying snooping is worse. Like is bad enough mm-hmm. without also then bringing right. up that information like, to the person. How, like, would you react like this? Like Joey does. Like really, she's like very intense about it, and she's like very like big on her privacy. Like mm-hmm. in a way, it's like. Why does like privacy besides the fact that her privacy was invaded, but it's like she this like really bothered her. Like, I don't think I saw something bother her as much as like this particular thing. Yeah, I think for me, the reason that I understand where Joey's coming from is it's like the relationship is still really new and you're still even though they've been friends forever, you're still building the trust in the relationship mm-hmm. at this stage. So it's much different than like years down the line this happening. This is a fresh brand new relationship that's still like very fragile. 
And I think that like it's a mistake to pull some like crap like this. Like I, I don't have a journal yeah. or a diary, but I also don't really keep secrets from Will. But we're married. Like at the, to me, it's different than a brand new relationship. Your brand new boyfriend snoops in your journal. I think he's probably done this before. I think that I don't know because he probably would have found this stuff like this before I think and had he's a probably like a frequent it. flyer into joey's <laughs> into people's yeah journals. he probably like reads like has been working on this journal like it's very specific where he opened up this journal he probably reads like one page every single time he's there oh my god yeah. no but i don't think he cared enough before he was too involved in his own mm, shit maybe, maybe so so um, yeah so basically she's just like they're they forgive each other she's his biggest fan she's always believed in him yeah. Every day, Joey amazes Dawson, and Joey's, like, good, which I liked. And then they just mm-hmm. make out on the dock. Um, and then, okay, hold on. This is my biggest issue with this entire episode. So yeah. uh, Joey's like, I have to go to Pacey, blah, 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 blah. Can you get home on your own? Bitch, you have a motorboat. What do you mean? Just motorboat her the way home. <laughs> just motorboat her the way, all, all the, way, the home. way home. No, like just go drive her home. Like it's gonna take you two seconds. The creek's not that big. I don't get Listen, it. Dawson owns the creek. He's the only one who's allowed to have a motorboat. He's like, you're going to, I like those strong arms on you, Joey. You're going to row your ass home because I ain't got time for this shit. It would take him so quick to bring her home and then go right back to Pacey. It makes no sense. He really does not give a fuck about it. No fucks given. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I think we should bounce very quickly to the Joey, Andy, and Joey, Zach's, or Jack, Jackie Joey, boy. Jack. Jackie boy. This yeah. is exciting. So basically, we get our first, like, Joey, Andy interaction. Um, I love Andy. I feel like she's so just, like, she just will talk to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> she just, she's up for some fun. She just approaches Joey, introduces herself. She's like, my brother needs a job. Can he, like, come by and check out the ice house? And I just thought this was so sweet. I don't know. I really like Andy. I feel like she like she's trying to help her brother out. Um, what do you think of like Joey and Andy? Do you see any potential for friendship here? Uh, I'm, um, uh, I don't know. Joey so hates new people. She, she really, really reminds me of my friend who it's like my friend hates new people she hates it when you try to bring anyone new into the group like she really despises like any any change within like a social setting and it takes mm-hmm. her like Is she a Taurus because I feel like Joey has to be a Taurus at this point with how much she age <laughs> she's not a Taurus she's a Gemini uh, my friend mm. but it really takes her like 10 meetings for her to accept you into the group it's like a whole thing. And normally people get like chased away because they're like, this bitch is really rude. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Joey hates the fact that like someone's up in her space. But then she's like, you know what? Like, we really do need help. Um, I like how Andy. Number one, why does Jack need a job? I thought they were rich. That's what we know so far. We know they live like in the country club area, but we don't know any more than that. We that's that's what Pacey has said mm-hmm. is like he knows where they live and he knows it's like fancy. Number two, 
Who's older, Jack or Andy? Jack. Jack's the older brother. Okay. Maybe yes. Andy mm-hmm. um, isn't old enough to get a job, like child services or whatever. I think it's mostly like that Jack. Also, I think it couldn't just be that they need the money, but I feel like maybe just Jack just wants a job. Yeah. So Jack is described as kind of shy, really smart, and super nice once you get to know him. Which I feel like that's that tracks based on we what we saw with his interactions with Joey. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to interrupt their fight with Dawson and Joey but he like you know he gets the job and he offers to close up on his first day which I'm like Joey don't leave B- Bessie would bad have a call <laughs> bad Very call bad that's call. not good not good um so yeah he is helpful he gives advice to you know to Joey yes. about um you know like it might be your first fight but you have also haven't had your first first makeup which is exciting. I that was sweet. I think it was interesting that Joey felt comfortable to open up to Jack because Joey doesn't open up to anybody. So I felt like yeah. it was very interesting that she felt comfortable um, in this first in this first meeting opening up to Jack. Um, I think it Joey makes sense just because might hate like it, women. I don't think it's that. Here's the thing. I think that like. So Dawson's now her boyfriend, so she can't open up to him about the problems with him. Like, Pacey's nowhere around and isn't, I don't know, like, they connected on, like, family problems, but I don't know that she's going to feel comfortable going to him because he's best friends with Dawson. And her and Jen aren't exactly, like, peas and carrots at this point. So she's not exactly, she's not surrounded by friends. So I feel like she just... Like Jack was nice enough to her that she felt comfortable yeah, but opening she, up a little bit. And he witnessed it. So yeah. what is she going to say? I, that's true. But like she was such a, a skunk face to Andy. To Andy. Yeah. yeah. I just think that she doesn't like girls. She's one of those girls that are like, I get along better I'm with. A guy's I'm a girl. guy's girl. I get along with guys much better than I do with girls. It's like, but you don't even. Girls are so catty. But you don't even try. <laughs> like, yeah. And you're the yeah. one that's 100%. not being warm. So. Hundred um, percent. But yeah, um, what do you think of Jack upon your first, you know, impression? What's your first impression? I like Jack. I mean, I'm interested in how he's going to fit into this group. I think it's interesting that I wasn't, I was not anticipating Andy and Jack to the two new characters to be siblings. That was a surprise for me, mm-hmm. which makes sense because everybody else, like, we don't really see anybody else have. Well, no, that's not true. Everybody pretty much has siblings except for. Jen and Dawson but they're all like so individual like there's no siblings in the group yet you know what I mean like friend like sibling right yeah Yeah. so I thought that this was an interesting addition I'm really excited like the McPhee kids like really seem like I don't know they're like fresh you know like they are going to bring like a fresh perspective I'm thinking of like love matches potentially and I don't Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I can't really see Jack and Jen at this moment, but that's mm-hmm. the only thing that logically makes sense Um, it, because I don't think that they're going to, at least for now, try to do something between Joey and Jack. Um, mm-hmm. I think this season is going to focus a lot on the Dawson and the Joey stuff for a while. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know where Jack fits into the equation, um, but I can see Jack getting along with the boys. I think that it makes sense. 
So yeah. I think he's going to yeah. be a friend. I think he's going to be like a fresh friend. Andy, I hope that Andy, once again, like, I think that we're going to see, we're going to get into it, but I see um, Jen pulling herself away from the creep creeps um, and Andy can potentially be like a fourth in this uh, in this yeah. group. Yeah, I mean, we've already seen it start to happen. I guess we can we can go over to Jen now because we're kind of already there talking about like her distancing herself. Like it's very obvious from her interactions with Graham first thing in the episode that like she's still in a funk. Mm -hmm. She's just like not feeling it. And like whether or not it has to do with her grandfather's death or her breakup with Dawson or a combination of those things, I feel like. She definitely feels alienated at this point because who is she supposed to hang out with when she was only friends with the Creek Creeps? Yeah. And anybody, I mean, like I said, anybody else, anybody like look in the cafeteria, point at anybody and go to them. Like, please, for the love of God. But the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This episode... I know she's a fucking hot mess disaster, but I was living for it. I was living. Jen and Abby. Oh, my God. Jen and Abby, the baddest bitches in Cape Side. Um, I love Abby's approach of immediately being like, tell me all about New York. I want to move there. Tell me all about like the the guys you've banged. And like, I love Abby. I really loved Abby in the first season. Like when I saw Abby in detention, I was like, this girl is the it girl. Like she's a Frickin' fireball. We called her like a firecracker. Like, yeah, she's a hot mess express. Yeah. She, I knew she was coming back too, and I knew you'd be so excited to see her because she's just a fun Very character. Fun. And you know what? She is that bitch that will go to jail for you. Oh, yeah. Like, she will be sitting next to you in the jail cell <laughs> laughing about what you guys pulled mm-hmm. off. Like, you can't deny that she is a ride or die, like, true blue friend Mm -hmm. like I feel like Abby's a character if you're her friend she will do anything for you yeah I feel like she definitely pulls Jen in to kind of like under her wing a little bit in this episode and is like fuck those creep creeps let's get fucking drunk yeah I love that I love I mean I really do I really like Abby I did not recognize Abby at first like her lighter hair really threw me off I don't know why I was do you like it or no no I like her darker hair Mm. um not to be like a stickler, but I think that I liked her darker hair better. But yeah, so love that Queen Abby is just like getting herself out of gym class because Queen Abby does not participate in gym. She made up some disease called pelvic pelvic liposis um, because she stole her doctor's letterhead, which is like such a bomb ass yes. move. 
and yes. she's and like she basically she's like can't believe you used menstrual cramps Jen. yeah you have to clean up now yeah that is a rookie mistake because now because that means that you have cleanup duty like you have to do something so um yeah so she is first like being her typical abby self and just like mocking jen about mm-hmm. like being a loser but then jen's like you don't know a thing about me. I was a badass bitch in New York. And then yeah. that seems to really interest Abby. Um, she wants to hear all about it. And I think that they both need each other. Yeah, they're both like, obviously, Jen's going through a bit of a rough patch right now. And I think that all she wants to do is kind of just forget Mm -hmm. all of that. And Abby seems like the perfect person to do that with, right? Like, she's nothing but fun. She's nothing but inhibition. You know what I mean? She has no inhibitions. Like, she'll do whatever she wants, whenever she wants. And they get, you know, she has a bottle of champagne. They get drunk at Pacey's party. The only thing about Abby is she's also like a real big shit stirrer. And so she sees Dawson Mm -hmm. coming up from the docks and she bets Jen the rest of the champagne bottle that she won't kiss the next guy she sees and of course it's Dawson you're on sister Um, friend I loved that (gasps) you're on sister friend but I think the thing is is I think if Abby had known that Jen wasn't completely over Dawson Mm -hmm. I don't think she she does that bet I think that once she realizes that like shit like Jen isn't over Dawson like okay well we're gonna get him back for you, you yeah I mean? like she is down that, I mean and that's exciting for me because I rather Jen be like a hot mess but a badass and like just stirring shit up yeah. than being a sad sack with her shitty haircut exactly and this is where I think things are gonna get interesting like I love even Abby is like why do you want Dawson back? Yeah, like, I know. Us, she's like, you know what I mean? Oh, God, why? But yeah. it's, 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 she's like, you know, what? I love him. Like, it's like not the alcohol talking. She's like, and then Abby's like, fine, done deal. We're going to get him back for you. Yeah. I, I definitely think Abby is that friend where you're like, you know, you're walking with her and you're like, oh, my God, see that girl over there? We don't like her. Yeah. Or she's, she's awful. Yeah. And Abby is like, yeah, we hate her. Yeah. Like she she is the girl who will like do things because you're her friend. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a fun dynamic to introduce into yeah. this season. It breathes life back into Jen as a yep, character. Absolutely. And I'm really, really excited to get your thoughts on on them as a pair. Yeah, I mean, forward. initially, like I know that they're just going to cause trouble. But I love them as a duo, and I think that, like, Abby is definitely going to, like, bring Jen back from the depths of, like, madness. Yeah, and we know that, like, this is Jen dipping back into her old ways. Mm -hmm. Like, we know that she was, like, drank a lot in New York and did things she wasn't proud of. So, like, this is definitely, like, bringing her down to a certain extent, but, like, it's also very But it's also a teen drama, and I don't care. Exactly. Um, But, like, Um, also, why is three drinks her limit uh three like glasses of champagne is her limit like girl i'm assuming it's like three like solo cups of champagne or something like Like, not exactly like a champagne like come on girl like pull yourself together yeah yeah she's a lightweight papa pacey um yeah so jen so jen and pacey hold on one um, sec what pacey's hair is so fucked Pacey's hair is terrible. It's like red. It's so red because you know why? Because it was so dyed bleached. It and by the way, like, yeah. of course, I I looked up Cruel Intentions. And of, of course, I remember Joshua Jackson in Cruel Intentions. Yes. And he yeah. definitely bleached his hair for Cruel Intentions. Yeah. Yes, you are right. 
I'm sorry about yeah, that. So, but it so, looks like shit. Yes, it looks it was red. yellow, and then they added like boxed hair dye dye to it instead of like going to pro- a professional. I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming. Like probably. No, it looks like shit. And yeah, it's red. It's terrible. Pacey, shave. It's better than the bleach, though. I don't think so. I think that this is worse. Oof. I honestly do. No. I honestly do. I say just shave the whole thing off and then just grow. It'll only <laughs> be a month. Fresh. It's a wash now. It's terrible. It's an awful color. But yeah, it looks really bad. Yeah, it's Pacey's 16th um, birthday. Can you believe it? Yes. Which actually, yes, so. I don't know. We knew he was 15. Right, season one, everybody was fifteen. I so. thought that he was sixteen. Which no, they're all they're all fifteen. Mm-hmm. So they're all turning sixteen. So Pacey's going to like get his driver's test, but he fails it. Um, and the whole plan was that him and Dawson were supposed to go to Maine. They were supposed to do like a road trip to Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Pacey sees Dawson, he tells him he failed his driver's test. But like Dawson. Doesn't give a shit. No. All he cares about is talking about his problems with Joey. Yeah. And so Pacey soon realizes, yeah, Pacey realizes like, oh, you don't remember my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And like Pacey's upset because not only like does like his family always forget his birthday, but Dawson's like the only one like he's always made up for the fact that his family doesn't pay attention to his birthday by like doing something big. Right. And the fact that like even Dawson doesn't remember his birthday is very upsetting for Pacey. Understandably yeah, so. Yeah, this was, this was like during the Jen Pacey conversation, which I actually really liked. Yeah, like, this was, I thought it was surprising. It was an interesting pairing, yeah. but like I really liked them because they're both kind of going through it in different ways. Yeah. And it was so sad to hear that like Pacey's family forgot his birthday too. Like, no one gave a shit. No. And poor Pacey, like, expects that he's going to, like, get his get his license. Him and Dawson are going to go to Maine. And meanwhile, Dawson's too fucking obsessed with Joey's journal <laughs> that he doesn't even remember it's poor Pacey's birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would be pissed. Yeah, I know. It's upsetting. Like, nobody wants their birthdays to be forgotten about. That's, like, really ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I... So Jen suggests that, well, Jen's like, you know, like, I totally get it. Like, Dawson and Joey are all up each other's asses. Um, Like, they're yeah. both like, you know, we should be happy for them, but we're really not. Um, yeah. And Jen's like, you should just, like, have a good time anyway. Like, for forget about it all. Well, I don't understand. So Pacey decides to throw a dock party. Like, I guess maybe he did invite Jen. I mean, it seems like he put up flyers everywhere. I know, but he but should I have been like, like, come on, Jen. Like, let's do it together. And like, Jen's I like. I thought the same thing. Yeah. And like, even like, Pacey doesn't like take Jen seriously, which makes Jen like all sad sack again. Yeah. I thought it was weird that Pacey wasn't like, because Pacey's so like very much like a come with guy. I was surprised he, he didn't gives zero shits about Jen. I haven't yeah, seen Pacey care about Jen at all in this entire series. He does not care about no, Jen. not really. But he gets really pissed when he's, like, throwing up all these flyers and Dawson still doesn't no, realize still doesn't it's his birthday. doesn't put two and two together. Yeah. And so Pacey is done with him. He, he like, doesn't give a shit about mm-hmm. Dawson at this point. He's like, go go off with your fucking girlfriend and, like, leave me alone. Yeah. Um. And Dawson still doesn't get it. It takes Dawson going to the dock party <laughs> to fucking remember it's, it's Pacey's ridiculous. birthday. It's ridiculous. It's so bad. I can't. I honestly, I can't believe that took him that long. 
I feel like he should have remembered when Pacey was like, don't you have anything to say to me today? Like, yeah. come on, bro. That's your cue. Yeah. You I know? mean, absolutely. But, or yeah. if so you Dawson, can't remember birthdays, then put in your Palm Pilot. <laughs> palm Pilot. Your beeper. Your beeper. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so like Pacey loses it and basically is like, oh, you don't know why I have my scar on my cheek. What the reason the real reason my dad hates me mm. or why I ride the line between insecure mm. and overconfident. I, those are my questions, too. Maybe not so much about the scar. No, who cares? About but the scar? I, that's the tea that I want to know. That is what I'm watching the show for. I would like to know those answers to those questions. Very much so. I think we know at least a little bit about the insecurity stuff. And it seems to be because he's the black sheep of his family that like he has a lot of insecurities about Mm -hmm. it. But we don't know about his. I mean, we haven't even met his dad. So we don't know too much about what that's all about. But still can't um, spring the extra $50,000 a year to get this guy on camera. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I know. Eventually we need to see him. Um, but this is when Dawson finally fucking realizes it's Pacey's goddamn birthday. Yeah. And then he's like, I feel terrible. Um, well, you fucking should, bro. You should. Yeah. But, you know, he can't fix it. Pacey's like, I'm not the third wheel. And then ultimately, I don't know. Later. I think Pacey's just like doesn't want to hold a grudge. No, he forgives because Pacey will always forgive. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like, you know, Dawson pretends to want to help clean up. And, you know, Pacey's like, you know, I forgive you. I'm going to miss you too much of a friend if, like, I ditch you. And then yeah. Dawson's like, you're always going to be my best friend. Yeah. And he offers to, like, go to Maine that moment, which I thought was a nice offer. You know what I yeah. mean? He's like, because Dawson is definitely not the, like, spontaneous type. No. So I appreciated that from him at the very least to like try to make it up to Pacey in that way. Do you think they go? Do um, they go? I mean, I don't think so. It's like the middle of the night, but or mm. late night, I should say. But I don't know. If you're Pacey, how long do you hold a grudge against Dawson for not remembering your birthday? Well, it's Pacey. If it's I, I can't tell you if, if if you're asking me what how long would Dawson hold a grudge? I have the answer for you. You forgive pretty much instantly, and then you remember it for the rest of your life. Yeah. You constantly have passive-aggressive remarks about it. Yeah. I don't know what Pacey does. I can't help you there. I feel like Pacey lets him off rather quickly. It's like not even 24 hours, you know? Um, Absolutely. um, We only have one couple Let's talk about something that actually matters. Pacey and Andy. Andy, Andy McPhee, um, my girl, kind of. I mean, she's yes. okay. Like, she's not like, it's like, for me, it's like, Joey, tip top number one. Number two, um, Abby. Love Queen Abby. Number three, <laughs> am I ranking the girls or everybody? I, I don't know. You're the one who started okay, this. fine. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Pacey, number three. Number four, Andy McPhee. Number five, um Dawson I don't know Jack yet and then Jen's on the bottom Jen yeah 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 I mean I like Andy I like her approach here she's a little too happy I I need her less she's a lot yeah she's a lot she's bubbly I think that's why I appreciate her because she just like doesn't seem to have much of a filter yeah and so she like 
she asks, like, she approaches Pacey and she's like, I don't want your flyer on my car. But then, of course, she asks about the party. Okay, he puts um, the flyer on the car. Then she's like, I don't want the flyer on my car. Then he's like, you're not invited anyway. And then she's like, but, like, I kind of want to come. I want to come. And then she comes. Yeah. Um, But you don't blame her. She's, like, new in town, yeah. so it makes sense. And I love how he's like, oh, it's a going away party. I'm dying from a heart strike. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> I laughed at that. Yeah. Um, I need my friends with a little bit more misery. I want... I don't know. I appreciate Andy's attitude and I also appreciate Mm -hmm. that she's like, well, you make me mad, not nervous. And mad Trump's nervous. So she doesn't like she's too afraid to like mingle with people she doesn't know. Like, I get that. I get not wanting to like I can chat any I can chat a friend's ear off, but I don't necessarily want to like approach. For me, it's easier to talk to strangers than friends sometimes. Mm, Yeah, I'm not like because then (laughs) you can let them do all the talking. Oh, no, I don't let anybody do any talking, usually. It depends on my um, mood. Um, <laughs> yes, so Andy comes to the party. She's here for a good time, but doesn't want to talk to anybody. Pacey's pretty relieved because even though he invited all these people, like, none of his actual friends show up at first. So he's like, I right, he, like, actually just know you. Right, and he doesn't seem to even like any of these people. That one bitch was like, this drinks facts and like dumps it in the fucking creek or the river or the ocean or whatever. I'm like, who the fuck are you, bitch? Yeah, fuck her. She didn't (laughs) pay for anything. No, she didn't. Um, I loved Andy, like, I loved Andy eavesdropping and, and hearing Dawson and Pacey have a conversation and realizing it's Pacey's birthday. And even if, I don't know, do you believe that this was truly supposed to be a Christmas present for Jack. No. The Magic 8 Ball. No, but then... I don't uh, think so either. Yeah, I think... Because it's... First of all, it didn't have, like, Christmas wrapping paper on it. It was just, like, generic yeah. blue paper. Um, Like, I don't know how she would magically, like, have a unopened Magic 8 Ball and wrapping paper in her trunk. So, like... That's what I'm saying. Why would it be in your car? Oh, so she, like, went and, like, went shopping around the corner i think so okay, that would I make mean, sense honestly she has time to do it yeah. it's not like you know she had time to go buy a gift okay. then yeah, i just think she's sense. not willing to admit that like no, I agree. oh you know but um but yeah so she gives him the magic eight ball so cute she then drops it in the water i think it's a good um, gift for pacey too yeah it, it totally fits his personality yeah. Um, she drops in the water yeah. she's like i've always been a klutz some things never change and he's like yeah. You know, I thought things could change, but they just can't. Like, I'll always be the guy that, like, nobody takes seriously and that nobody, like, thinks yeah. about. Um, and then. And then. Yeah, she says, maybe you're just Pacey Witter, the guy who's, like, trying to figure it out. Yeah, I love that line. Which, I know, because they're teenagers. Like, I'm a teenager. <laughs> like. They like they're still figuring yeah, shit out. Yeah. Like I understand having like the insecurity, but everybody is still trying to figure their shit out. Adults are even still trying to figure their shit out. You yeah. know, they're like, you know, we're deep. You are deep. I like this budding. Even if it eventually just turns into a friendship, I like what mm-hmm. they're laying the land of. I like their banter. I like their back and forth. Yeah, I, do I think too. they're a fun pair. Like, I just think like Andy doesn't take Pacey's shit and that's what he needs mm-hmm. in a friend or otherwise. I think he needs someone who'll call him out on his bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that is definitely what he yeah. needs. And I, I do like Andy a lot. I just want to see more from Andy. Um, yeah, we're only two episodes deep. So you're still learning a lot about. Her. Yeah, yeah. I, but I'm very, very, very excited. Um, 
Vanessa9169 says, love Paisley and Andy together. She was so good for him and made him feel good. So I'm just going to take that as a friend. I'm not going to read too much into it. So, mm-hmm. um, so thank you, Vanessa. I'm very excited. Like I'm, I do think from what I've seen thus far, I really like Andy's potential with Pacey. Yeah. Um, whether in a friendship or a potential relationship, which I, I also think this is, exactly what we mentioned as like we need more friends for them right and like we're getting new characters which i do Mm -hmm. think like not that things were stale by any means but it also just like breathes new life in Mm -hmm. by including new characters new dynamics so okay so jack is the j name that i mentioned so the two new characters the two new quote-unquote bigger characters is jack and andy i'm assuming right are they like bigger characters than abby um like i'd say this season maybe they i don't know i'm trying to remember like i think that yeah i'd say they are bigger characters than abby in that like they're more connected to more people Mm -hmm. than abby is you can tell abby's kind of like a gal pal for jen thank god whereas like Andy and Jack like are going to be connected to more people right like Jack works at the ice house like Andy now has met Joey and is talking to Pacey so like I just think like yeah I mean we're going to see a ton of all three of them but if you're talking about who's connected to the most people then yeah like Jack and Andy are are bigger characters I think that this is exactly what this uh show needed I'm excited for the new the new peeps yes um, do we want to do sassy sayings first? Yeah. And then, okay. Yeah. So my sassy saying was courtesy of PC. Um, and it's when he's getting pissed with Dawson, which I appreciated. And he says, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about your and Joey's little mini dramas. I'm going to start tearing my fingernails uh-huh. out for relief. Get over yourself, Dawson. Deal. Deal. I yeah, that. that was a good one. I had that one too. Um, I have two others. Um, Dawson says, yeah, I pretty much suck, dot, 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 in all areas. It's like, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, And then ultimately, like, this was so mean. It was so mean. This is probably the meanest thing I've heard somebody say in this entire series. But Abby, Abby says, you have more style and sex appeal in your little finger than that white trash loser. I almost wrote that down. It was because I was like mean. Like I don't think she can be mean. Yeah. So about my girl Joey, um, that's a little hurtful. Don't call my girl Joey white trash. Like she might. Oh yeah. She might not have a phone. She might have to rowboat with like a broken (laughs) oar. Doesn't have a motor. (laughs) Like she might, you know, be wearing Dawson's clothes from the fourth grade. But don't make fun of her. Yeah. Abby's a mean bitch sometimes. That's just how it's it is. Like, I love her, but like that was a mean, mean, mean it was thing. Rough. Um, I don't know if I know like like recognize any songs. I didn't recognize any of them. I mean I could have looked one. There was like one that I was like, maybe this is supposed to be famous, mm-hmm. but if I didn't recognize it, I wasn't gonna like write it down. Yeah. Um but yeah, eh, that's okay. Um, do we want to move on to the fashion hour? Or, or we do feedback first? Oh, yeah. Let's do feedback first. Okay. 
Felipe. Felipe wrote in and says, what is the best mm-hmm. birthday present you've ever gotten? Ooh. This is tough. Best birthday present I've gotten. My parents got me a really nice pearl necklace um, for for one of my birthdays that I really appreciated. I still wear it. I really like pearls. Mm. I think they're kind of like an underrated uh, gem. I don't know if they're gems, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean, stone. Um, so I've gotten that. I don't know. Like, it's really tough. Um, I have a string of pearls. Well, it's gotten me a lot of nice things. Yeah. yeah. I have ones that I have, like, a bracelet mm-hmm. and, like, a necklace that all, like, match. Oh, very nice. Um, my, the two favorite birthday presents that are sticking out for me is Drew, um, one year got me a pair of, um, you reminded me, these really nice um, David Yerman pearl and diamond earrings, and I mm-hmm. love them. And then for my 30th birthday, oh, I got so much good stuff on my 30th birthday, but one of the things that I got was um, a Venus of Fleur, which is like the forever flowers. I got another one for my most recent mm-hmm. birthday, but this one was in like an acrylic box, and it's like a set of four forever roses. Um, but it has like a little acrylic drawer that comes out. I love it. Um, it's still good. Like it's two years later and these roses are still kicking. So um, I, I it's and that my um, my best friend and my close friend, who's her sister, um, got it for me. So nice. Yes. Um, I have an email from our friend Dirtbag Kelly. Yay! So, um, Dirtbag Kelly writes, so since this episode is heavy on the Mitch and Gale plot, let's get into it. I'm, <laughs> it's like, we, we're like, do we have to? Ugh, um, yeah. I'm bad on the overall timeline of events, by, um, but he'd say that it's been about three months since the affair came to light. I think that's pretty much correct. Maybe, yeah, yeah I would say, like, probably... Um, ten. Creek, How many creek? Ten weeks? creek weeks, maybe <laughs> ten to twelve creek weeks. Okay. Before that, we knew them to be a happy couple, but the only issue is that Mitch doesn't work, if that's even true, or an issue, which I right. speculated. Since then, Mitch has done everything in his within reason that Gail wants therapy, etc. So I just thought it was a little weird that Gail is so taken aback when he wants to go to the lawyer to check his options. Because the show is painting it as mm. Gail would just like to forget things and get back to normal. Um, and I think she, he called her hornball. <laughs> and hornball <laughs> Mitch. I've never heard somebody be like hornballing somebody. That's funny. Uh, where Mitch isn't ready for intimacy, as it seems. Um, anyway, wild mm. ride for Mitch and Gail. This episode with Gail almost giving Grams a stroke in their convo and Mitch proposing yes. an open marriage. Um, yeah, so... I mean, I feel as though Mitch, the thing with Mitch is, like, I agree with, like, mostly everything that you're saying that, like, you know, Mitch is, like, agreeing to do certain things that Gail wants to do, like, the ballroom dancing and the therapy. But Mitch is also being very, like, let's work things out, but is holding a grudge and it's, like, not making it easy to right and if he's having issues forgiving gail then i feel like that's something you need to work on like if you can't 
your marriage isn't going to work if you can't trust your partner. Right. So it's like you need to find a way to make that work, whatever that way might be, if you want to salvage yeah. the marriage. But I don't know that he wants to. Like, he's still questioning yeah. whether he wants but to or not. Gail, it's like she has to put away the double-ended dildo. Like, he does not want to have sex with her. Like, at all. And she has to just, like, get over it, you know? I know. She's, like, buying out the sex shop with all of these things like, to try to seduce yeah. her husband. Like, girl, the, the nipple clamps aren't working, okay? Like, get out a therapy book. Yeah. Get out a couple's book. Anything. Work on yeah. your marriage. Yeah. Like, you're, obviously, the sex was fine. In, that wasn't in your, the issue. Like, exactly. Yeah. That was not the problem. Obviously, you were having sex with both of them at the same time. Yeah. Not the same time, but you know what I mean? Um, concurrently yeah I guess. and um, yeah I don't know if Gail should have been like surprised and I don't even think that Gail has a right to be upset um, for Mitch like checking out his options right. trying to get a full picture like how much will this cost how long would this be like it's always right. good to like before committing something like shopping around getting a sense of what this would look like maybe Mitch is the type of person that like Needs the lay of a land first. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he just needs to know his options, which fair, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so Kelly continues. Dawson is back to being a terrible, back to being terrible, forgetting Pacey's birthday, reading Joey's journal. Like, what is wrong mm-hmm. with you, Dawson? Um, but basically gets off scot-free in typical Dawson yep. fashion. Uh, <laughs> All true. Yeah, we talked a lot about this. Like, he did have, like, a big kind of steps back. Um, I, I, like, but also he's not as bad as Dawson season one. No, I just think, like, he makes mountains out of molehills. Oh, yeah, very dramatic. You know? Very dramatic. Um, then Jen and Abby pairing up. I feel like Sarah is giving life right now. I totally am. Like, this was yeah. everything that I wanted and I more. I knew you would be so excited when Abby came oh. back. Because I was just like, I was waiting for it to happen. Because I knew, like, you loved Nellie. And then you loved where, Abby. Where did Nellie go? Where's Nellie? Nellie, no, Nellie. Okay, so Nellie got cut long. and, like, got replaced. Yeah. All right. But you can't have an Abby and a Nellie. You I, know mean, I, I mean, there's only room I think for that one they're different characters, but sure. Um... So Jen's still sucking bellies. We get to see bad girl Jen. Bad girl Jen. <gasps> yeah. Oh, okay. That's so fun. Now to what we all want to talk about. Andy. He, Kelly, you love Andy. I want to know, like, Kelly, like, was Andy, like, your first TV school crush? Like, we talk about our our TV school. <laughs> what am I saying? TV, TV school. <laughs> our, your first TV crush. Like, we always talk about my first TV crush was Corey Matthews. Like, do let me know if your first crush was Andy, because you love Andy. Um, and let me know how wh- who your favorite TV school crush was. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, first pops in and hooks her brother up with a job interview, because she's such a great sister, which leads yes. her uh, to our first glimpse of Jack. Now, here are my few questions. Based... Um, Pacey throws a party at the docks. How does the fly? Like, does doesn't he work there? Doesn't he? Ha- he doesn't have a boat. Like, no one's shutting this down. Uh, just letting a bunch of underage underage kids underage drink. Kids drink. Okay, yeah. it's the nineties. They didn't give a shit as much. I think. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm supposed to believe Pacey not 
all over Andy the second she rolls up in the orange bathing suit. Again, okay. Um, I think he's so annoyed with her from their like first meeting that he's like not even paying attention. He just finds her annoying like at that point. Yeah. Um. Okay. I don't know how this party flies. Like we also had like a totally open beach party with like all the kids in the creek drunk too. We just have to like discern. You know what I mean? There's like a suspend our disbelief at this know, point maybe, because it's a teen drama. Maybe like anything goes on the creek. It's Dawson's it's creek. Dawson's, it's his friend. He, makes, he has the Dawson up. makes the rules of his own creek. He owns is. the creek. Clearly, he's the only one with a motorboat. Exactly. Motorboating all over the creek. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I can't believe that's the first time this joke has come up. <laughs> like, oh my God, motorboating all over the creek. Anyways, I'm, <laughs> Kelly says, I'm supposed to believe that. Oh, no, he already said that. Okay. Well, you know. Also... <laughs> Andy McPhee is a great gift giver, a magic eight ball, solid gift. Us and Rob's sister Nino agree. There you uh, go. Just love the Andy and PC vibe. Um, my other question is, Joey, you let Jack, uh, you let Jack close on day one? Yes. Really? Not great. We condemned her for this. Not a good move, Joey. Yeah. Um, as always, great work, ladies. I wouldn't want to disappoint. So... 14th of October, 1998 was the air date for Inquiring Minds. Oh, my God. Nobody is inquiring, Kelly. They're all inquiring. Nobody. They all want to know. Kelly is the only one. That's not true. I've heard (laughs) dozens of people say that they want to know. Dozens? Dozens. Dozens. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Anyway, anyway, shall we fashion shall we move swiftly on to the fashion? Thank you, Kelly. Always thank you, loving Kelly. your emails. You make us laugh. Let me know. I want to know about your schoolyard school TV school <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I think you meant like someone who was on TV that you have a crush but on. Where did the school? school? Where did the school come I from? I don't know. Okay. Okay. In school, Dawson's in school. They're in school. <laughs> Listen, oh wait, is schoolyard schoolyard crush? Is that a thing? Whatever. Okay. I don't know. Rachel, uh, we have two fashion awards here. If you don't know, the Rachel Green Award for <laughs> the most 90s outfit and the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. So our first award, the Rachel Green Award for most 90s outfit. My nominees are uh, first up, we have Jen and Jen has her new haircut, which we actually didn't even really talk about. Um, it's not as bad as it was in the opening scene, like the opening, the opening credits, scene, it's, it's horrific. It's so bad in the opening credits scene yeah. because it's like curled and it's short and it's gross. It wasn't as bad, um, but she has her new short haircut. There is no like dramatic like I'm going to cut off my haircut because I'm going through something scene like I was yeah. thinking it, would go- it was going to be. But here it is. It's a new haircut. Um, She is wearing this like butterfly t-shirt and bitches in the 90s loved butterflies why did so many people they love butterflies loved but i had a butter i had multiple butterfly shirts people loved butterflies butterfly clips butterfly t-shirts this one this shirt i think this shirt is like all um 
sheer and you had to wear like a cami under it. Yeah. Um, which was very popular back in the day. So yeah, this butterfly shirt, we have some maroon pants and like some black like heeled shoes of some sort. Yeah. What do you think of the butterflies? I fucking hate you it. Hate I it? mean, I think it's I hate it. I think it's ugly. I just think it does nothing for her. Like we were talking about this. Like we want badass Jen. We don't want, you know, floral going to communion style dresses and like kitty. This to me reads very juvenile. Yeah. And I just like I'm not a big fan. I totally agree on it being 90s. Like 100% it is. I just think Jen is better than this personally. Yeah. Um, it, it was definitely uh, a sight, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have our Queen Abby, who, um, new hair as well, lightened up. We got light hair, light brown, light brown, summer vibes. Um, so she's wearing her hair, like, there is some, like, little clippy action going on, where it's, like, it mm-hmm. makes your hair into, like, a half up, half down type of thing. Which was very 90s, too. She is wearing a red halter top with flowers, like patchwork or embroidered flowers onto it with like um, like skinny. It's not like a true halter top. It's just like comes up and has like two little like skinny straps that you like tie behind your neck. And then she's wearing a black skirt. And then she's wearing these like chunky, chunky, chunky platform black sandals with a white stripe. Yeah. What do you everybody think? Everybody had these sandals. Yeah. The platform sandals. Yeah, we, yes. we also have some skinny eyebrows. Oh, yes. The sperminess is on, girl. The sperminess is on. This reads very 90s to me. Like you said, maybe she's not using butterfly clips, but just the fact of having your hair in like a half up, half down hairdo with like it pulled back in pieces very 90s mm-hmm. love a platform sandal mm-hmm. I think this again this is what I want from Jen it's a little bit edgier right like the shirts the sk- skirt is like a little on the short side like it reads very summery to me um she looks like she's about to stir shit up and yeah. she's wearing her signature color of red you know I love a bitch in red I love this on her yeah um yeah she she but she looks um better in red with the darker hair but whatever um next up another interesting look we have pacey with his red hair um so this is like not quite a hawaiian shirt but like the same like silhouette style as a hawaiian shirt but it has the naked ladies on it which was such like a motif that i feel like i saw back in the day where it's like so it has like it does have like luau flowers and then like yeah, I think it's lays on it. Yeah, lays on it. So it is a Hawaiian shirt, but with like little naked women, like Betty Boop women on it. And then he's wearing some like khaki shorts and then he's wearing those like dad sandals that like have thick thick <laughs> flip-flop straps. Well, they're not they're not mandals at least. They're still flip-flops. Yeah, they're flip-flops. Um, yeah, the shirt is fugly. It's awful. I stared at it so long when I watched this episode trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Do you see it now? Do you you see the naked women? Yeah, no, I could see the ladies now. Like, I I knew it was supposed to be Hawaiian, but it, like, looks, like, if you're looking at it from afar, it just looks like a hideous pattern. Um, 
again, it's fine. Pacey's hair is awful. It's like a weird reddish brown. It looks I like rusty. I know. It looks terrible. It's an easy one for me. It's a no-brainer. Abby gets the yeah. award. She's a queen. We love a platform sandal. We love a half-up, yeah. half-do hairdo. I actually don't mind her hair in the lighter color. I think it looks nice. It looks very summery to me, um, giving me summer vibes. So Abby is the easy winner of the Rejecting yep. Award this week. Yep. Next up, we have the Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness Award. Um, so my first nomination is, um, Andy McPhee and she's wearing like a very like monochromatic, like look, I would say where she's wearing Mm -hmm. this like gray, um, high necked, like no sleeve striped top. I really, I really like this. I love gray. Um, and she's wearing like a gray pleated skirt um, don't know what the shoes are, um, but her hair is like parted in the middle and straight. Um, and she's wearing gold earrings, like little gold hoops. Yeah, I could totally see somebody wearing this. She has like a cute little watch on. Um, very like summer businessy almost. Like it looks kind of professional in a way. Yeah. Um, I don't mind it. I could totally see somebody wearing it. Um, I think it's a little bit, I don't know, pleated skirts for me never really. They know, never like took off. Yeah. Skirts. Not, no, not for yeah. me. I hear um, you. But I think she looks cute in it. I hear you. I hear you. Next up, we have uh, Dawson and his I'm going to read the journal look. Um, <laughs> and, and then the second the picture is look. I've done enough reading for today <laughs> look. <laughs> Um, so Dawson is wearing a gray t-shirt. He's wearing his favorite shark tooth necklace that I don't know if it's a shark tooth. I can't, I can never tell. It's like kind of a shark tooth, kind of not, but apparently his Mm -hmm. mom made it. Um, then he's wearing a, um, a blue like short sleeve button down pocketed shirt his uh, favorite khakis, a watch. Um, his hair's like looking pretty good this episode, almost kind of. Yeah, it's not too bad, honestly. It's not as fluffy. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I think he like they someone could have ironed that shirt before they put it, looks it on like him. Looks like Mitch's honestly. clothes a little. Yeah, it looks like it's a little wrinkly on him. Um, it's fine. Like it's a typical like bro shirt i don't know it's fine it's just it's bland it's like i feel like dawson's wardrobe is like his personality honestly like it's kind of bland sometimes jeez louise (laughs) um last up sorry about it but not sorry another andy mcphee look um and this is the infamous uh fluorescent orange bathing suit that uh dirtbag kelly mentioned it's just a bikini a orange bikini with this like really fun summery wrap around her waist that's like multiple colors and striped, but also all bright colors and neon. Um, her hair is like I think she has some sort of like chopstick type thing, which was very 90s and not very current. But let's just pretend like she's just having like a little half up, half down moment. But what do you think of her orange bikini? 
I love this. I love a bold color. And I think that the the skirt wrap thing mm-hmm. is very cute. Yeah. And tie-dye was very in like this in last year. Yeah. And this is not tie-dye, but it, like is reminiscent yeah. of tie-dye, um, which is very current. I I just like the like boldness of like, a, I'm going to wear an orange bikini top yeah. and no one's going to say shit. Yeah, to I got to tell you, like I have like pretty similar coloring to Andy, I would say. Where like lightish, mm-hmm. light hair, lightish hair, like similar skin tone color. And I would never think that this type of color would look good on me. Because typically if you're like wearing fluorescence, like you have to be tan. Right. But she's rocking it. She's rocking this like fluorescent. She gives no shit. Yeah, she's very fair. I hope she wears sunscreen. I'm seeing a little, yes, absolutely. I'm seeing a little redness on her um, upper arm and elbow so i'm concerned about sunburn but um hopefully she got sunscreen is your friend people put on your spf hoping that um wardrobe got her some sunscreen real quick after this scene (laughs) yes um i think it's easy again for me on this one andy's getting my point for her uh her beach realness um, I appreciate the boldness. I think that this type of bathing suit, honestly, is you could wear it any year and you'd be able and no one would bat an eyelash. So I love it. Andy's new and she's already on the board for the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. So you go, Andy. You go, Andy. Woohoo! You go, Glenn Coco. Go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> what now? So, yes. So, no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So, Andy. No. Abby and Andy are our winners. So, the ladies taking it by storm. Of course. Love that. Love that. Of course. Um, I mean, I try. I try to throw some guys in there. I try. But it. Listen, they just suck. It's not your it's fault. It's a hard. It's a hard, hard, hard road for yes. the boys in their fashion. Especially um, when khakis are all the rage. Honestly, too many, too much khaki. Too much. Do you want to guess what you think is coming up next? Yes. Yeah, so, Creek? like for once, I have I don't know what the episode title is because, um, like Netflix didn't like mess it up for me this time. So, what's the episode yes. title? Alternative lifestyle. This is just a community title, Jessica. <laughs> Alternative <laughs> lifestyles. Alternative lifestyles. Um. I would say that it is Freaky Friday up in the Dawson's Creek and they're going to switch bodies. We're doing a personality switch. Oh, God. Who are the two? Who's the two? It has to be like, I don't know, Joey and Jen. Like Abby did like a witch. Oh, God. Yeah. Abby did like a witch curse on them. Oh, no. And she's like, she's like, you said that you wanted to like be with Dawson again here you go you got your wish oh no yeah. this is awful I know this is alternative awful. alternative alternative lifestyles. lifestyles that's where we are all right well um let's see. so yeah so that's what we have coming up next season two episode three of Dawson's Creek obviously still doing our boy meets world content so check that out and then coming up if you like astrology we have a podcast for you that's going to be coming out um, we are bringing on, um, two guys from Boy Meets World Fever. Um, we went on their podcast a while back. Now Chance and Cameron are coming on our podcast and we're going to teach them all about astrology. And then, um, as a fun exercise, we're going to be sorting, if you will, Boy Meets World characters into different, uh, astrological signs. So, 
um, listen to that podcast when it comes out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to put up a question thread. So definitely send in questions if you have any. I uh, can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, this can be good. And then, you know, if it's a if it's a hit, maybe we'll do it again. Or yeah, we can totally do it for something similar. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> we're so subtle. I love it. Um, um, yeah, especially when yes. you say we're so subtle. We are subtle, Sarah. You're the one who said, or, or something similar. Something similar. Yes. So very exciting stuff coming up. Obviously, get us on all social media at shit90spod and shit90spod at gmail.com if you'd like to send in long form feedback, which we obviously love very much. Yeah. Uh, that's where you can find us. Yeah. And I think that's, I think yeah, that's all we that's got it. this that's week. That's it. That's all we got. All right. So we'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening and have a good one. Shit 90 shows taught me. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.